Well, hello, friends, and welcome to the Valued Woman Connect podcast. I'm super excited because I have a special guest, and no, it's not my mother. I have another guest um, with us today, and it's my beautiful sister-in-law, Andrea Worley. And so, say hi to the people. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, super excited to have her on this podcast. As you all know, that we love to share, you know, um, the truth uh, found, founded in God's Word, and that we also, you know, like to dialogue and also be a resource and a tool that can help you as you journey through your faith and journey through your uh, getting to know Christ. So today we are going to talk about a special topic, a topic that is dear to my heart, but it's um, how to apply God's word when going through difficult seasons. Um, Sometimes we know how to apply it when things are going good, and then we sometimes can feel disconnected and sometimes not necessarily, quote unquote, feel God when things are getting challenging. So um, I brought on my sister-in-law because um, just uh, I've been able to have the opportunity to observe life and I believe that she can definitely share some some uh some resources some tools and some things that she's been able to apply you know just in her life and in her family and I'm praying that it'll help you all too so um, with that being said I'm gonna let her introduce herself and tell you a little bit more about who she is and all that good stuff um, well, like Shantae said, my name is Andrea Worley. Uh, we are sister-in-laws. I am married to her brother. Um, we live here in uh, the Des Moines metro area, and I'm a wife and a mom, and I am a podcaster, Woo-hoo. and yeah, I have a podcast called The Flourish Together Podcast, um, but yeah, that's kind of a little bit about us. Okay. Well, what uh, a funny story to me is that they used to live in Arizona, and I always kind of chuckle because I feel like they went from one extreme to the next. So Arizona, Arizona uh, can't tell. Arizona is extremely hot, and Iowa is extremely cold. That's <laughs> I said, could we not have found a little medium in there? You know, like where it's kind of like more spring-like weather. <laughs> So let's go ahead and just dive into this conversation. So um, one of the questions that I have for you, Andrea, is what has been like an anchor scripture for you that has carried you in a difficult season of life? Sure. You kind of like sent me the list of questions beforehand and Mm -hmm. I was thinking about it. And for me, that comes back to my favorite scripture. I'm sure everyone has kind of like a favorite scripture that Mm -hmm. I call them like life verses. Mm -hmm. Each of my kids have their own life verse. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have a life verse, so to speak, for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And my verse that I come back to over and over again is Psalm 73 verse 26. And it says, my heart and flesh may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. And for me, I would say like, Nobody asked me, but I'm just going to tell you. (laughs) The thing that I've always struggled with throughout my life is the struggle with control or the need for control. When Mm -hmm. I look at my life, even though I have been a believer Mm -hmm. my whole entire life, I've seen different patterns throughout my life, but control has been the theme. And Mm -hmm. not only control, but the fear of failure for a long time 
really held a tight grip and mm-hmm. everything I did seemed to circle around this theme of not wanting to fail, the fear mm-hmm. of failure, and mostly the fear of like failing and disappointing other people. Mm-hmm. And I can remember when I was like in junior high, like 13, 14 years old or so, and mm-hmm. this scripture just like stood out to me because it was it was everything that I felt and more like my mm-hmm. heart and my flesh, like we're at the core, we're all sinful mm-hmm. creatures, you know, by nature. Right. And our hearts are sinful mm-hmm. and we are susceptible to failure, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, sinning against Christ, mm-hmm. sinning against each other, you know, just failing mm-hmm. time and time again. Um, and obviously there's like different kind of levels of failure, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes. You know? Yes. Because uh, it's with... I can actually really connect with that because I believe a lot of what I've done, even in my Christian walk, it was more about, you know, something I, of course, don't like to admit, but it was really aimed towards pleasing people and it wasn't aimed towards God. It was like, if I make these people happy or if I can control the situation, then I'm going to be okay because I know the outcome. Like for some reason I would equal like if I do this and I do that that's going to give me the outcome I want and mm-hmm. not truly allowing God to control and and that time to be honest didn't know how to give it over to God you know right. how they say oh just give it over to him or cast your cares I'm like how do I do that right. when as soon as it happens I feel like I can feel myself grabbing it and saying okay no I need this thing to happen or I need this to be controlled by me because if I don't control it I feel like things was going to spin out of control because there was a lot of what I witnessed in my childhood right and isn't that always where it comes from yeah <laughs> it truly it truly does because it does. because I can echo that sentiment and when I think about the desperate need to control things mm-hmm. it came from looking at the things in my childhood that I couldn't control. Mm -hmm. And so in my flesh and in my humanness, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, there's all this chaos going on over here, Mm -hmm. but what can I control? I can control that I did really great in school, that I was Mm -hmm. a good student and, you know, got A's and B's. I could control like how good of a daughter I was or a sister or a friend. Mm -hmm. And some of those things are not bad, but when the motivation behind them is to please others and Mm -hmm. not please Christ or give Christ the second thought over others, that's where it kind of becomes discombobulated a little bit and like the the heart motivation Mm -hmm. is not for Christ. So that scripture has really been the anchor for me that Mm -hmm. I come back to again and again in the second half of that, that Mm -hmm. God is my strength and my portion forever. Mm -hmm. And you know, just like anyone who's listening to this, or you and I sitting here, like we have all gone through hard times. Mm-hmm. We can't measure each other's pain right. um, because it's all relative to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this scripture really has reminded me every single time I've gone through a difficult season mm-hmm. that God really is my strength. And I'm thankful for that, that mm-hmm. when I have gone through really difficult and hard seasons, mm-hmm. that God is my strength because I honestly wouldn't have been able to get through them mm-hmm. without the Lord. Right. So how do, how do a person like that verse that you just read, like, how do you make that practical? Like, how can you see, you know, beyond the storm? Cause you know, just like in, in real life, when a storm is taking place, you know, there's, there's wind, there's rain. You know, if you even think of like just a hurricane, it's, it's, it can be, it can be discombobulating. 
um, and sometimes you don't have a sense of direction because everything is swarming and twirling around you. You're like, okay, how can I still keep myself anchored, mm-hmm. you know, and keep that scripture, you know, embedded in my heart. So even in the midst of all the chaos, I can practically apply this to my life. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Because yeah. I believe it's when, like I was mentioning earlier, is when things are easy. We can see, oh, how good God is, but how can we see his goodness even when things are not quote unquote good, mm-hmm. you know, when things are a little bit chaotic and when you have prayed and believed for a certain thing and it doesn't look like what you prayed mm-hmm. for. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking about that question when you, when you sent it to me and mm-hmm. what I was really thinking about and what really came to mind at first is that I think we have to understand as believers in Christ mm-hmm. that we will have trouble. Mm-hmm. We need to first have a grasp and an understanding. And in scripture, in John 16, 13, Jesus says, I've told you these things so that in time you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but mm-hmm. take heart, I have overcome the world. So in this scripture, Christ is telling his disciples, he's speaking to his disciples mm-hmm. in this time. And this this portion of scripture, he's telling the disciples you're going to have trouble. So Mm -hmm. when we think about like hard times that Mm -hmm. fall upon us or we've had these difficult seasons, like Mm -hmm. let us not be surprised that- Like he said in Peter, right? Don't be surprised when you go through these, uh, these trials of life as if this is something new. Right. Yeah. So when he's saying this to his disciples, Like the the things that that follow this scripture is Jesus is arrested, Mm. crucifixion is happening. So he's telling his disciples in this moment, like you will have trouble. Like he's Mm -hmm. promising them in this world, like you're gonna have trouble. Mm -hmm. And then look what all this, all that follows, right? But he says, take heart, I have overcome the world. (laughs) So I think for me, I have always had to remind myself that, Mm -hmm. okay, like, this isn't easy, but God has promised us that we will have trouble in this world, but with him, we can overcome. That's good. And I think that that's like a big thing that we have to remember and keep mm-hmm. circling back to that mm-hmm. when those hard times come, they are hard. They're difficult. They are not pleasant. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to remember that God has promised us that we will have hard times, but Mm -hmm. it's when we are in Christ and we are along with Christ, like he is going to help equip us Mm -hmm. to overcome those challenges Mm -hmm. and we can't do it without him. And I think practically, like when you say practically, Mm -hmm. like you have to be in the word, like Mm -hmm. you have to have a prayer life. You have to have developed these core spiritual disciplines in this life so Mm -hmm. that like you're not shocked, so to speak, <laughs> when you know and yeah. rattled to mm-hmm. your core. And I think about the, I think about the times in my life where hard times have really fallen. I, I think about when I was laid off from my job. I mm-hmm. think about the infertility struggle that we mm-hmm. had for over a year trying to conceive our first child. Like mm-hmm. these were difficult times. I think right. about when we lost our house in a difficult fall of the crash of the housing market in 2008 you know and I think about all these seasons you know Mm -hmm. that my husband and I have weathered together in our Mm -hmm. married life but separately Mm -hmm. we have weathered storms before we even knew each other in difficult times that if 
if I wasn't anchored in scripture mm-hmm. and I wasn't anchored in prayer, mm-hmm. I don't know where I would be. Right. You know, that's I, the thing. So when you say practically, I think practically, like we have to understand mm-hmm. that we're promised difficult times. We're not promised as believers in Christ mm-hmm. a cakewalk. <laughs> you know, though we want it to be, we would, we, we would want it have, to be. Yeah, and- it would be amazing, but that's not what God promises us. But then right. when we are anchored in Christ's word and mm-hmm. we have a prayer life and we've developed these spiritual disciplines, mm-hmm. it helps us get through those hard times. Mm-hmm. And I think too, like acknowledging it and giving your space that's good yourself space to acknowledge the difficult season that you're in whether Mm -hmm. you're grieving a death in your family right you're having really hard financial struggles you know Mm -hmm. or maybe you're dealing with infertility or just Mm -hmm. a hard season where nothing seems to be going right Mm -hmm. i think that it's healthy to acknowledge your feelings i'm Mm -hmm. sad uh this doesn't make me happy right but it's funny because i always tell my children like we have feelings like God gave us feelings, but we are right. not led by our feelings. We're right. led by God's spirit. Mm-hmm. So give yourself the moment to acknowledge the feelings that you have mm-hmm. and then dig into his word. Mm-hmm. And what does Christ have to say about what we're going through? Because I mean, there, there's so many crazy things. It I, is. My daughter and I, we do a Bible study um, on Saturday mornings with a bunch of other teen girls mm-hmm. and we're going through a scripture in the Psalms or, you know, mm-hmm. David's doing all this crazy stuff, you know, and <laughs> we're reading about it and she was just like, whoa, there's a lot of crazy stuff in the Bible. <laughs> and, and that's the truth. When you it start is. digging into God's word, you see that there's all these really imperfect people that mm-hmm. God has come to save and to redeem and he mm-hmm. brings them through some crazy stuff. So anything that we think that we're going through <laughs> is so crazy, like dig into his word and you're about right. to find some other crazy things right. that are going on too. It's um, I remember visiting you all's church at Saverville. Mm-hmm. I believe his name is Pastor Pat. Mm-hmm. And he made this statement and it's over two years ago, but I can still hear him say it. He said, there is nothing that resurrection can fix. And I think that has changed my life because sometimes, you know, when going through a storm and you's like, where God, where are you? And like, why am I going through this? And, or, or vice versa, you can say, oh, this is the enemy. He's attacking me. And it could very well be that. But sometimes I think when things are bad, we equate it to the enemy. And when things are good, we equate it to God. Mm-hmm. Meaning that like we are not supposed to go through anything bad. And if we are, it's just the enemy attacking us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when he said that, it reminded me, okay, there's nothing truly their resurrection came fixed right meaning no matter you know the season of difficulty you know it was really hard for me in the season of my life to uh see like how could he be present here because i know his word said he'll never leave me nor forsake me but why do i feel so empty why do Mm -hmm. i feel so alone and why do i feel like you know you know i can't I can't seem to find a rhyme or reason of why I'm going through this. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was I was that person like, well, I'm doing this, I'm doing this. So if I'm doing all these things, then mm-hmm. I shouldn't have to face any of those things. Even though I knew right. that it said that you will. It didn't say may have hard time. No, it said you will have trouble. So that's like almost a guaranteed thing. And so for me, though, it was somehow I was trying to, because I just, I felt like in my childhood life, it was so traumatic 
I'm like, can I, my heart seasons now be over since I went through it so much as a child yeah. that I don't have to fa- uh, face any more hard days ahead. And I can just, the rest of my days, just be, you know, glorious and just <laughs> harmony and like, um, you know, just great. Um, but, um, you know, as I continue to grow in this journey, I'm starting to notice that some of those things were, you know, preparing me and it was anchoring me in his word because I realized even though I didn't necessarily quote unquote feel God, I always knew that his word said he was there so that it must be true. And so, like he said, having that study habits, having, you know, devotion, you know, reading his word, praying, seeking him, you know, it, it, it definitely builds your muscle, you know, in your faith. And so, um, that's a really good scripture that you had um, brought to mind. So let me ask you this other question. So share with us and the listeners, so share with me and the listeners, you know, um, how can I say this? How do you, in the, in the midst of a hard, difficult season, when, like I said, when it is difficult to see God's goodness, how do you what are some steps that you take to see his goodness even in the midst of bad or in the midst of trouble? Like, how do I see God's goodness? Mm-hmm. In the midst of that. Like, you know, we can see the, like, yeah, I'm hurt. But sure. how do, can you still say that God is doing, that God is still good in this? Yeah. Well, I think for myself, I have seen the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. in my life. Um, just kind of like... I came from a divorced family, <clears throat> and so my mom lived in Iowa here, and my dad lived in California, so I spent my childhood a lot of back and forth between both places, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think um, just like coming from that difficult situation and seeing how God has been faithful, mm-hmm. looking at different phases of my life, like as a teenager, and seeing mm-hmm. God's faithfulness, and seeing His hand, and seeing... Um, just his protection in my life at a really early age. Um, and the reason that I mentioned like coming from a divorced family is because even though I knew that my parents were divorced, mm-hmm. like I really believe that God protected me from a lot of things mm-hmm. that a lot of people who feel who come from divorced families feel. Mm-hmm. And not that I didn't have difficulties, but I really had a relationship with Christ at a really young age that Mm. really carried me into my teen years and really protected me. God protected me from a lot of things, Mm -hmm. you know, and it wasn't until I was later in my teen years that like, I really had to start dealing with like a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, and that started to come up. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in, in college and stuff. And there's just been these like mile marker moments, if you will, throughout my life where I had just seen God's goodness and his faithfulness mm. to me. Yes. And so not just to others, but to yourself. To, my, to myself. Mm-hmm. And like when I look at my life as a, as a whole, you know, in totality, mm-hmm. and I look back and I think and I see his hand and his protection because mm-hmm. of his faithfulness to me mm-hmm. and that came from surrender yeah. surrender at a really young age and really God was like there was so much chaos around me mm-hmm. growing up that he was like 
what I clung to, you know? Right. And there was a long time in my life where I didn't think like, I don't have a testimony. Like I, <laughs> you know, like I, I always tell my husband, I said, I feel for the church kid. Like I want to talk to the church girl mm-hmm. that like, she's just like, I'm a church girl. And like, right. you know, that's all I know. And I'm <laughs> exactly. like, I got you because that was me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I always felt like I really didn't have this like big testimony. testimony like I gotta like, stay from certain some big. Yeah, that's like what it, it seemed like. People like I even I knew there's like right. they had this wound through this big traumatic thing this, and like, like conversion what? story. You know, and yeah. it took me a long time in my life to realize like that is the story mm. that God grabbed a hold of my heart as a really young that's girl, right. and He remained faithful to me, and He mm. was the hope that I clung to mm-hmm. in really chaotic, difficult situations mm-hmm. that carried me through teenagers and mm-hmm. young adulthood, and is still the thing that I cling to as a wife and a mother and, Mm -hmm. you know, a 40 year old woman Mm -hmm. going through whatever that I'm going through. Mm -hmm. Um, practically speaking, when you asked, like when you sent me this question, I was thinking about back in 2008, when I got laid off from my job, it was a really difficult time because at that time, I mean, some of the listeners might remember that that is when Mm -hmm. the housing market crashed. Tons of people lost their jobs, lost their houses. Mm -hmm. We were some of those people and I lost my job, a job that I loved so much. I Mm -hmm. got laid off from it and I sunk into a very deep depression and simultaneously, Mm -hmm. you know, because everything has to happen all at once. (laughs) We were also (laughs) struggling with infertility at that time and it was kind of like, back then a million years ago like it was something nobody was really talking about like they yeah are today. Mm-hmm. people weren't talking about infertility like they are today and mm-hmm. it felt very isolating we felt very alone nobody mm-hmm. else was going through that nobody mm-hmm. else had also lost their job at the same time and was right. like about to lose their house and wow. I sunk into a really deep depression and mm-hmm. it was the first time in my life where I felt like I could not feel God. I could not hear God. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a really, really dark season that mm-hmm. um, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes you have those such vivid memories that yes. take you back to a time and place in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, but slowly but surely, like I started digging back into the word. I started mm-hmm. praying. Like there were days when I mm-hmm. felt like I didn't know what to pray. And I would just open my scriptures mm-hmm. and look through the Bible and just mm-hmm. pray the Bible. There were some days that I would just say, God, I need your help. Like I can't do this, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that's another a topic that's not really talking about that being a believer and still, you know, witnessing depression because there's many people don't believe that the two can coincide. Like, oh, you're a believer. You shouldn't have depression. Right. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, we right. use those, you know, the common, you know, quotes, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, you shouldn't deal with depression. But yeah. being a believer in depression is a real thing. And I don't think a lot of people talk about that. And I believe that's why so many people do suffer in silence as right. believers. Because we are, there are seasons that crush us. You know, that's, yeah. it's heartbreaking and you you trying to see how you can get to that other side of joy you know but how to go through that's the whole process is going through it and you know you hear the quote also people say oh just get over it Mm -hmm. get over it you know it's like sometimes it's not about getting over it it's about going through it you know so that when you do get to the other side when you see someone else you can share your faith with them like Mm -hmm. this is how god 
got me through that season of my depression. Not saying it's these are the exact steps that you need to take, but you know, it's definitely relying on God. Right. You know, and even in those moments of where you're hurt, when you don't know what to say, you can always lean on His Word. Like you said, you was just pray pray the scriptures because you didn't Mm -hmm. have the words to say. And sometimes it was just God, I just need your help. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes as believers, we believe we have to have all these extravagant things to say or to be impressive. Mm-hmm. But, you know, even Jesus said, don't pray like that. You know, you know, you come from the heart like God, I need your help because I recently had to pray that prayer. I would say a couple of days ago because it was just certain things that was happening with work. And I was just I was in tears because mm-hmm. when you realize that you've given something so many years and time and effort into it not to be feel valued it is differently especially when you invest it and I was like wow God I'm like I'm I'm broken because um one you showing me where I have really been invested my time sure and and sometimes I actually did put that above you and God let me first say I'm sorry you know that I allowed this to take precedence of what you have called me to do and so um the last thing I want to um just uh, the last question is um, um, how does staying connected to his word keep you anchored in your faith well I mean I think that's all the things that you know we've already kind of mentioned and, mm-hmm. and talked about like if you're if you're not in the word and you don't know what God is saying mm-hmm. to you or about situations like it's it's kind of like where are you gonna go you know yeah you know like his word is our anchor it is our hope mm-hmm. and even when things feel so dark or so hopeless the answers are here and I think it takes wisdom and spiritual discipline to like continue to dig in mm-hmm. even when things are difficult and hard because I think if we're all honest with ourselves like reading your Bible sometimes the last thing that you want to do <laughs> especially when you're mad and yeah especially when you're mad and you're going through a difficult season yes in our flesh and our humanness we want to fix it on our own we want somebody else to fix it for us mm-hmm. we want to blame and people yeah mm-hmm. and, and now but God is not a God that works in our timing. He's a God that works in his own timing. And I just had to clap to that because that's so true. Because I, you know, we're guilty. Well, I'm guilty of God. Like, okay, God, you're not moving fast enough. So let me go ahead and step in and help you. As if he needed me to do it, you know. But for some reason in my mind and logic, I'm like, I'm going to help you out, God. I got this part. You can take care of that, but I'll do this. Yeah. And I think like, we see in scripture what happens to God's people when they try to take matters into their own hands. It never works out for them. Exactly. It never works out the way that they want to. And then you see throughout scripture Mm -hmm. where, okay, let me work because I am God and it is better than anything that we Mm -hmm. could ever plan. So I would say like you, you have to be in the word because that is that is the anchor that is the help and God has given us his word as a Mm -hmm. tool and as a resource Mm -hmm. and there's so much goodness and so much wisdom Mm -hmm. that is going to come from reading God's word and you know I'm sure we both can attest like it is difficult sometimes to read God's word it doesn't always make sense it doesn't you know (laughs) um but you still got to dig in and is awesome that we live in a day where there's lots of commentaries and Mm -hmm. lots of like resources to help us understand you know Mm -hmm. and I think 
one thing that I've learned is like, it's okay to say like, I don't know what God says about this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to dig into the word and see what he says, or Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk to my pastor and Mm -hmm. seek wise counsel. You know, I'm going to have a dialogue with my friends who I know Mm -hmm. are also in his word and just have a desire to learn. Let's learn from each other. Right. And it's okay to say, I don't know what Mm -hmm. the answer is, but I'm going to go find it in his word and ask God to reveal it to me. Mm -hmm. We're not called as Christians to have all the answers all Mm -hmm. the time. We're called to have a reliance and a surrender to God. Mm -hmm. And that those, answers come through his word Mm -hmm. I think practically speaking for myself like when you talk about going through difficult times and difficult Mm -hmm. seasons like beyond just reading my bible and being a studier of Mm -hmm. the word and and having a prayer life Mm -hmm. something that really helped me when I was going through a really difficult season of depression is I, I felt like one day the Lord spoke to me like find five things Andrea that mm-hmm. is my goodness in your in your day. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, what? <laughs> like, there is nothing good in my days right now. Right. Like, what are you talking about, God? That's hilarious. And I felt him say that to me one day, and then another day it came up. I just kept hearing God say, like, five things, five things. Wow. And so finally I was like, all right. And I pulled out a journal. I'm a journaler. And mm-hmm. I wrote one through five on a journal piece of paper and, mm-hmm. and you know some days it was like I got fresh air today I yeah. took my dog a walk for a walk and I'm mm-hmm. thankful for this or mm-hmm. I got a phone call from a friend and I really needed that today like thank mm-hmm. you God and I started journaling and writing five things every day that I was thankful for or that That's I could good. see God his goodness in mm-hmm. and it forced me to look for the God moments and where God was like carrying me through in a really difficult season. And it's still something that I do today is look for five things that God like has done in my life or God's goodness. And it forces me to like remind myself of how, you know, that song, um, the goodness of God, like all my life you've been faithful. (laughs) How have you been faithful to me, Lord? Let me count the ways and let me force myself to say out loud, right? You know, Mm -hmm. because when you say it out loud, when you write it down, it becomes real um, of just how much God has carried you through. And so Mm -hmm. now when difficult times come, I feel like, yeah, it's a bummer for sure. You know, and I do not always love it, but my husband and I were even having this conversation a couple months ago, like just going through another difficult season and trying to sort out some decisions that we had to make and saying like, God has been so faithful to us and yes. we can see the fruit of that in our two kids. We can see the fruit of that in what he has blessed us with, you know, and right. things that he has taken away and things that right. he has not given because we have just cultivated this life with Christ. Right. And, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful that you shared that because I think we can get so caught up in storm that we, you know, we can find ourselves just finding all the things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. But just taking a time to take a step back and just really consider that the fact that, one, you, you can be thankful for life. You know, mm-hmm. we can be thankful when you and just be that intentional to say, hey, no matter what, you know, this today I'm going to just name five things that you know they really blessed me that to remind me that when God said I'll never forsake you he truly means that and that he's not like man you know he does not lie so if he said it 
you know, you can believe it mm-hmm. and settle, settle there. And I think I'm going to actually steal that because, you know, because I, I can say it's been a challenging season and I'm, I can find myself at times just like, oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. And then, oh, and then it's almost like it just keeps happening. And I thought, oh, no wonder. Here goes another thing. And But it's because I was like, maybe it's because I'm looking for it. You know, mm-hmm. I'm seeking like, oh, something else is about to happen instead of really focusing on those things. And that really just touched my heart. Just really just five, five, and you know, the number five is like grace. And so just find five things that you can truly, you know, just be thankful for. You know, because I have seen myself get caught up so much in what's not right that I'm not even considering the things that I can be thankful for. Right. So thank you so much for sharing that. So I I just want to take, you know, just a couple of moments and say thank you for what you shared. I believe everything that was shared on this um, in this podcast is definitely going to be beneficial, you know, to the people that get the opportunity to listen. So if there was just one thing that you would want someone to take away from this conversation that we just had, what would that one thing be? Um, I think that God is faithful. And I think that when you look at your life, you if you are walking in Christ, if you are a believer, that you will see his goodness through and through in your life. And yeah, I love that. Okay. God is faithful, and no matter what season that you're going through, His Word is true, and you can rely on it, that He will never leave you nor forsake you. I encourage you all to do what she shared with Andrea, shared with us, is find five things that you can be thankful for daily and journal it, so you can see as you reflect back on how God has been, His hand has been on your life, you can see just the different things that He has allowed into your life. So, in conclusion, um, if you could share with our listeners how they can follow you, how they can stay connected to you, and all that good stuff. So, Okay, well, I mostly live on Instagram, so you can find me over there if you want to connect um, at Andrea M. Worley. And um, you'll see everything like in my bio there on Instagram, like a link to the podcast, um, links to my website. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again for being on this podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and we hope you have a lovely day. Bye.